Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Good morning, people, and welcome to my new home here in Sweden. I'm stood here at the top of the hill overlooking the ocean. I have a panoramic view of the ocean from my new home. It is pretty extraordinary. Right now, the sun is shining in my face and I'm looking at the pine trees that are surrounding the house. So literally, I have the woods right next to the house and below is the is the ocean. And I've never had a home like this. This is just, this is just incredible. And um, what a privilege. And I'm so grateful to be here. So, <clears throat> yesterday, or shall we say last week. So, last week was a bit rough, wasn't it? For those of you who are listening every day, you know that we went into some pretty deep and dark places last week. And um, I believe that this week I'm going to be looking more into the human shadow. Because how is it that we actually end up these places where we create these mad worlds based on our attempt to escape it? How is it that people that are thinking to themselves that they're fighting tyranny actually are the tyrants. Obviously, this is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on since the beginning of time. Every time there is a coup, there's some kind of revolution, we see the reasoning be that, oh, we're going to take down the tyranny. And then often it is replaced by an even worse tyranny. So let's let's look at that today in terms of the individual and the more collective systems of uh, shadow and projection. So let's let's get these uh, terms straight first. So the human shadow is uh, the part of you that you don't see because a shadow, of course, is typically behind you. The idea is that the shadow is hard to find. It's something that we can't really so easily grab and make tangible to ourselves. It's something that isn't straight in front of us. It isn't in our conscious awareness. And so this part of us, it tends to be around dynamics of power and sexuality, desire, belonging, worthiness that we we split off a part of our psyche and we put it into the unconscious and the the way that the shadow 
plays out is that whenever we are faced with the part of us that we have split off in somebody else, we are triggered somehow. There's some internal reaction that happens, some kind of active response or some kind of passive response. And the way that we deal with that typically before we have done the requisite work psychologically is that we try and make the other wrong. And so this is one of the great tragedies of human life is that actually in the moment of being exposed to the part of us that we have repressed and thus receiving an invitation into wholeness, that is the moment in which we fragment even deeper and try and fight off and exile the part of us that we have just been reminded of. And so the projection then is that we are seeing in somebody else what actually lives in us. We're seeing in somebody else what actually lives in us. So for instance, in my personal case, the way that I've been wired from childhood and the way that person, my personality is wired is that I believe that I need to carry the responsibility for getting things done. I think it needs to be done really well. You could say that I've been a perfectionist for most parts of my life. And in that way, I also have been quite a control freak. Because if things aren't done to my standard, then I need to take care of it myself. And so then it becomes hard to delegate. I'm getting better with that. Evidenced by the fact that I'm actually stepping away from reclaiming the throne training as the head, uh, head coach. So I'm pretty proud of that. And I've been relaxing very deeply over the last couple of days. And so maybe I am changing. I think I am. But nevertheless, this has been a great struggle for me. And so when I see somebody that seems to not be carrying their burden, so to speak, that's that's a hell of a way of putting it even, that they're not being responsible for their own lives, then there's something in me that has been feeling great levels of disgust and contempt. Who are you to not carry your life yourself? Who are you to blame others for all of the things that go wrong? What kind of useless person are you? And so I go into this internal judgmental place, potentially. And of course, what is actually happening there is that I don't give myself much breathing room to actually be fallible. I don't give myself much breathing room to relax and to realize that my being is uh, deserving of being celebrated and uh, honored. And it's not just about my doing. And so that is one beautiful example that maybe some of you recognized yourself in. It's a beautiful example and it's kind of an embarrassing example for me because I can remember all of the times in my life where I've been pretty rigid and hard with people. The The shadow on the projection is the way that we are reminded of parts of our own repressed psychology 
by seeing it in somebody else and projecting it, imagining it is their problem. And last week, as I have previously on this podcast, I mentioned some dynamics that are intimately related to shadow projection. So I was talking about the occult war between the left and the right. I was talking about what I now call the cancel god and the the, the worship of, of the pagan cancel god that demands human sacrifice. This is this is shadow projection gone to its ultimate ultimate conclusion. Like it doesn't get much worse. So you could see then the cancel God. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go and listen to episode 55 from Friday. This cancel God is emerging when the collective has completely put their warrior archetype into shadow. And so the collective being sufficient amounts of individuals have come together in some kind of mass psychosis where they think that they don't need the warrior archetype in their life. And so they repress it completely. And at that point, they cease to care about truth. They cease to care about hierarchy. They cease to care about integrity. They cease to care about service. They cease to care about personal power. But they care very much about power because because when we have exiled our warrior, when we have completely repressed it into the shadow places of our unconscious, then all we can see is the abuse of power elsewhere. Because we don't have conscious access to it, you see. And because we don't have conscious access to it, we are extremely vulnerable and fragile. And then the world is experienced as incredibly dangerous. And we need to remove the dangers from the world. We need to create safe spaces everywhere. And this is when things go horribly wrong. This is where things go horribly wrong because gradually, being that we're not aware of our power, gradually we come to abuse it. And of course, as always, I need to highlight the other polarity as well, which is the one that has been more relevant in human history up until this point, which is where, where somebody is very overtly being inflated by a kind of warrior archetypal dynamic where they are abusing their power in a very explicit way. Now this is of course the dynamic of patriarchy where the warrior king is really ruling with a harsh hand over anyone who is more vulnerable or or more sensitive. And so we've had a very alpha alpha male oriented human culture for millennia and so it's obvious that there needs to be some kind of backlash. And now that we're seeing that the backlash is actually equally scary to the original version to the original dynamic then now we may be ready to start learning a thing or two about the wholeness 
that we all need to move towards. Nevertheless, the idea here is that there is something inside of you that you are not willing to see or you're not able to see and that is your shadow. And that when you see this in others, you project onto them. This, this is like psychology one on one. -on and the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing is when you start to learn how the people in your life that are triggering you are actually there to teach you something. Your responsibility is just to clean up your own act. And at that point, we get to actually have a positive impact on the world. We get to bring more wholeness and not more fragmentation to other people and to the collective. And that's my wish for this week. And we'll do that in the always present spirit of bridging the warrior and the lover that is so central to reclaiming a throne. And um, the idea that you need the magician to facilitate a bridging between the warrior and the lover so that the king and the queen can finally rise. It's a, I think it's just one of the most beautiful teachings that we have in reclaiming a throne. And um, yeah, I look forward to diving into this week with you guys. Again, I'm blown away by my good fortune being here, feeling the peace and the expansiveness of this place. Like I literally am standing here in my beautiful garden, looking out over the ocean, surrounded by a forest. How, how, how privileged and lucky and grateful I am. So I can't wait to see what this new place is going to do for me and my work over the next months and year. Thanks for being here. Enjoy your day. Hope this was helpful. And uh, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.